This is it. Podcast time. Podcast time. Podcast time. First episode. First friggin' episode. Exciting. I can't believe it. Yeah. It's a long time coming. It has been in the works for what? Six weeks? Six weeks. Six but weeks or so. I think we've like always spoken about cars together and we've always... I think that's one of the things that we've connected together about um, is cars and our love for cars or hatred for particular cars. Yes. So um, I think that's where we've kind of gotten the idea for... Yeah, all this. if we could just capture, you know, the audio and footage later, potentially, um, of just our general shit talk on oh. <laughs> the subject of vehicles yeah. and modes of transportation. It's that's, great. That's it. I think, I think whenever we kind of get together, we never intend of having like a car conversation, but it always leads there because we'll be out and we'll just see something absolutely fucking atrocious. Yes. Um, yes. Or we will see something that we're like, love that. Kia Soul, I'm looking at you. Oh, yeah. are you Falcon? I'm looking <laughs> no, at you. No, come on now. Yeah, I know, right? Um, and then it's just whenever, yeah, when, when we're together having a chat, our friends usually say like, oh, it's just, they sit there interested in kind of joining in the conversation. So I think that's where we've kind of gone, let's, let's share this with the world and let's see what we can kind of do from it. Yeah. But yeah. And it's, it's not so much along the lines of like, you have to have an interest in cars or be interested in motorsport or anything to listen and enjoy this. It's, it's mostly just us talking shit. It's honestly us just talking shit about anything really. Like, yes, it's a car podcast, but let's be honest, we'll probably start talking about music and what we do at the gym. No, so yeah, exactly. It'll, 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 we'll delve into it. It'll just end yeah. up into two mates talking shit about everything. So we've actually, um, this is our first episode, as we were just saying before, um, and it's called Gear Knobs. I think the name we've kind of derived it from, obviously a gear knob, and yep. we are both knobs. So being um, generally facetious, exactly right. Um, and yeah, I think we're just gonna kind of kick it off and go from there. So all right. Uh, the premise, um, as we've kind of said before, is um, we bring a car each of the podcast, each episode. Um, we'll do a bit of a, a not Q&A, but a fan tales type thing where we'll, we'll exactly. give a description around a car and we have to kind of guess it. And then once it's guessed, if, if we both love it, we'll talk around our absolute love for it. Or if we one loves it, one hates it, we'll, <laughs> we'll delve into it from there. Um, and yeah, hopefully, hopefully you guys enjoy. Yeah. So we're kicking it off this week with our first cars, first loves, um, and I've got I've I've got one. I'm bringing one this episode, so I will get moving. Get moving. I was first dreamt up in 1981 through a bastardized love child collaboration between one Japanese manufacturer and one American recreational vehicle manufacturer. Ooh. Okay. I share a common body and chassis with an iconic Ute. Slash pickup truck of the time from the same manufacturer. Yep. Okay. I helped coin the term SUV along with a few other similar type vehicles from the time in the uh-huh. early eighties. Uh huh. The first generation of vehicles shared engines, transmissions, suspension designs with the aforementioned Ute. Yep. From the same manufacturer. So what's of the a Ute? Ute pickup <laughs> truck. Yeah. <laughs> Utility. Um. Yep. Um. I like many other Japanese cars from the time go by two different names. One for the domestic market of Japan mm. and then the export market, the rest of the world. Right. But the most common name is the domestic, like the, uh, the um, export market name. Okay. Um, yeah. I have a, a very novel feature with my rear tailgate that folds flat like a ute would. I think I got it. Um, 
and has a, a little switch on the dash that allows the glass in the rear tailgate to love, go up love. and come down. Yep. Which is a great idea. Yep. If you're not sitting in traffic and driving. <laughs> <laughs> and it's also a really good idea until it gets stuck in the down position on a rainy day. Oh, yep. Because you get like a vacuum behind the car and yep. it just kind of like sucks the water <laughs> inside, oh. which is very cool. Um, yeah. I came out with some pretty outlandish factory fitted fiberglass body kits. Really? Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Some really wacky ones. It's, it's, it's quite cool. Um, I have a pretty ordinary crash test rating of two out of five stars. So safe. <laughs> it's very safe. Um, if I think I know what it is, yeah, it's still safer than the Suzuki Jimny. I feel. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I feel like there's probably a little bit more stability in the rollover factor. Yep, yep. Um, just being that little bit wider. Um, <laughs> while the first, second and third generation vehicles shared a lot of styling with this pickup truck slash ute of the time, the fourth generation kind of departed from, from, from that styling. Yep. Um, it looks a bit more like a Nissan Pathfinder ran up the back of a RAV4. Yep. Um, uh, yeah. It's a bit of a hideous thing. Thank God they weren't sold here. Yep. Um, sales were discontinued in Australia after the second generation as the Toyota Prado um, replaced it in the medium size. Oh, so it's a Toyota. Yeah, SUV market. <laughs> yep. um, so, yeah. Do yep. you have a guess? I think it's the Forerunner. It is the Toyota Forerunner or Hilux Surf. Oh, Hilux Surf. I just absolutely love the name of the Hilux Surf. It's I think very, it's great. It's very, uh, if not to put it too bluntly, it's very Aussie. Like yes. Like Hilux yeah. Surf. It's a shame that they didn't market them as Hilux Surfs in Australia. Yeah. All of the Hilux Surfs that are in Australia have been imported. Yeah, right. Okay. They weren't ever sold here under that nameplate. Interesting. Um, another really cool feature that the Surfs had over the Forerunners was a rear-mounted tailgate tyre carrier. Yep. It swings off the back and, and then you can lower the tailgate down. See, I love... I just love the the lower tailgate and the, the, the fact that it's got the, the windshield in the back that goes up and down. It's cool. What cars these days have that? Like, modern car. Um... There is one that does. Um, is it the... It's not the Fortuna, is it? No, no, I don't... No, think... I don't maybe they do, maybe they don't. Um, they're kind oh, of a weird I thing. I know that the Nissan Navaras have the sliding... Navaras had a slider. slider. Um, yeah. Mitsubishi Tritons. Some of them, ah. around the late 2000s, had yeah. a uh, also in the dual cabs, the yeah. roll-down. Yeah. It had a little toggle switch. So this is your first car? Was this is my first dual cab car. Or just the single cab? So the Forerunners were offered in the first generations. They were a three-door because um, yep. it was just a Hilux. Yep. With the first ones were just a Hilux that they sent to Winnebago. Um, and Winnebago made fiberglass backs for okay. them. And they turned the Hilux into a four-seater. Yep. That's what started it back in 1981 in America. Right. So it was originally designed in America. Yeah. Um, and then Toyota was like, well, hang on, we don't need this third party. Yeah. Let's cut them out. Yeah. Bye-bye Winnebago. Let's make it ourselves. Winnebango. <laughs> Wonderful things. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it, it kind of all just went from there. They decided to do all of the manufacturing in-house. It's not like they had to change much. Yeah. Because it's just a Hilux, really. Yeah. Second generation, it differed a little bit. Um, late first generations went to like an independent front end suspension. Okay. The Hiluxes were still a solid axle. And so when it's an independent front end, I'm, by the way, guys, <laughs> I'm not a mechanic at all. 
Seb here is a mechanic. I am a mechanic. So uh, he's going to be getting more into the nitty gritty around the actual mechanics of the car. And I'm going to put my gay spin on it. And it's just going to be <laughs> the, the, the flair and the style. Uh, I can say that because I am gay. So, uh, yeah, so mine will be the flair and the style and the aesthetics. And I think Sebi will come in with the mechanics as well as the flair and style too. Yep. Um, but, sorry, sidetrack. Um, so when it has got the independent um, yep. at the front there, yeah. it means it's better for off-road or... Give or take. So it's probably going to be better on-road with the handling. Yeah. Um, it's less likely to roll around okay. during a corner. Um, but they're not as strong. Right. It's not so much about the one's better or one's worse. It's just that solid axles tend to last a bit longer. It's harder to break components. Yeah. Um, whereas independent suspension, it's just a nicer... It drives more like a car and less okay. like a truck. Yeah. Which enough. is good. You know, they're being marketed to families, young people. Yeah. They don't want to get in this big agricultural tractor feeling thing. No, and that's what I like about the Forerunner slash Hilux Surf is that it wasn't marketed towards... Yeah, you know, you know you're your farmers and your tradies and stuff like that. It was more of an adventure weekender family, maybe second car. Absolutely. And that's where the, uh, like the, the term SUV really originated. It originated yeah, right. with these first forerunners um, and things like the Chevrolet K5 Blazer. And the Ford Bronco. Oh, see. And stuff like that. Yeah. They're all a very similar styled vehicle. They're four wheel drive. They've yep. got hard shells on the back that can be removed yep. um, and then used as a utility if you so desire. Yep. I do like the, the idea of a hard shell being removed, except on a Jeep because Jeeps are... No, thanks. No, sorry. <laughs> sorry, a, friends. That's that a swear Jeeps. word around that's here. That's a horrible word. Um, <laughs> almost as bad as FJ Cruiser. So, um, <laughs> no, FJ Cruiser's are pretty good. And they're actually, funnily enough, I... Uh, they don't share the same chassis as a Hilux, do they? The FJ, no, they, they're, they're, they're kind of weird. Also, another bastardized Toyota Car uh, like creation. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like a shortened Prado. Yeah. I don't... See, I kind of like... Actually, another side note. There's going to be so many friggin' it's side tangent notes. After tangent. Thing. It's tangent after tangent. We will eventually get back to what we're talking about. But the short wheelbase Prados... Love. Like the two doors. Why don't they oh, sell they more of them? They don't. I actually have seen like two over the past few days. And I've also seen the Mitsubishi Pajero short wheelbase. Oh, God, they're and nice. I, every time I see one, they just make me smile. Yeah, that is a Dakar winning legend oh, right there. Absolutely so good. Um, but yeah, back to the, the surf um, and, and the Forerunner. Mm. I, love, I think they are iconic 80s cars. Yes. It's a very... Yeah. It's, it hasn't got the horrible 90s, as we call it, the 90s bubble. The bubble. Um, or, yeah. or it's not modernized, but when you look at one now, and we'll put a photo of it on our Instagram so yeah. you, you know exactly what we're talking about. I'll see if I can get some photos of my first one. Which, on, on its roof or... Uh, <laughs> both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll come back to that. Uh, so the... Uh, yeah. So I like it because it looks modern. Yeah. But it's not. Yeah. And I love the front headlights on them. The little square yeah. square headlights. Yeah. They just make me so happy. Yeah. Uh, and it's the little intricate details like that, that modern cars these days, they do have, but I think they're trying to be too too fancy, too modern, too too adaptive to the city environment where, yep. you know, the, the Jimny, for example... It's not made for the city environment. That is actually made to go off road and absolutely mess itself yes. up. Yes, and they don't. People don't make that anymore because no. they don't. They're, they're fearful. I feel that um, people won't buy them, but yeah. I people do buy them, and people spend 
thousands and thousands of dollars. On, <laughs> what is it, like $50,000 yeah, for the new ones? Exactly <laughs> right. But like people also like scrounge around on, on you know, marketplace, car sales, all that kind of stuff oh, for yes. an older Forerunner or a Hilux or whatever yep. to do up. Like it could literally just be a shell and people will spend 50 grand on it just to Absolutely. just to get it good and going. Yep. So, yeah. um, which I love and I love to see it because you see it around. And then the sexy stripe, I call it the sexy stripe. Oh, the decal. The oh, God, just... they came with a plethora of them. They were oh, beautiful. They just, they yeah. just, uh, again. Something about the 90s. It, it is. It's it's yeah. the late 80s, early 90s, the, the sexy stripe. Yeah. Um, and like, I'd love to put one on our car, but it looked dumb. So <laughs> it's just, um, yeah, oh, they are, they're just great. Um, yeah. But yeah, back to your first experiences with the car itself. So what, what made you want that car as your first car? So well, how did you get it? How did I get it? So at first I wanted a Hilux, right or wrong. I wanted a Hilux. Yep. Um, I'd grown up around them. My grandfather had them. I'd drive them on his property. Good fun. Um, they're not cheap. Yeah. Especially in the country where I grew up. I grew up rurally. Everyone wants a Hilux because they are a utilitarian vehicle. You can do anything with it. It'll yep. go anywhere. And if you break it, you've done something really, really wrong. Yeah. Well, um, Top Gear, they did it. With, <laughs> the Unbreakable, it was, they put it on the sky. It was a Hilux, wasn't it? Yeah, it was it a Hilux. The, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I thought, you know, what's the next best thing? I really liked wagons. Um, yep. still really like wagons. Yeah. Um, yep. and this was the best of both worlds. I didn't know that they made them at the time. I was yep. only a young buck, 17, 18, looking for their first car. Yeah. And I found this absolute gem of a second gen That's, forerunner. That, you're so lucky to have that as a first car. Yeah, it was, it was great. I picked it up for $5,000. It had 260 something thousand kilometers on it. Yep. With... Every receipt ever. Which in Toyota years is 5,000 kilometers. Yeah, that was barely breaking a sweat at that rate. Yep. Um, yeah, bought it from a lovely older gentleman who would just drive it on Sundays. It yeah, wasn't getting right. used. Um, he actually told me a story that he refused two sales because people wanted to buy them and use it as a paddock basher. And he was like, no, I'm not selling it. So no. why do you think he had that connection with it? Was it in like absolute good nick and everything? Pristine. Um, yeah, right. Pristine. It, granted, it had 200 and something thousand kilometers on it. Paint immaculate yeah right no clear coat peel no chalkiness like toyota's love to do yeah especially at that period yeah um it was immaculate the carpet was perfect oh. there was not an oil leak coming for it which is very rare for a toyota um yeah I went and checked it out one afternoon with my parents fell in love with it went back the next weekend and gave him five grand cash that's awesome drove it home blue green green, green. it was evergreen pearl I can't remember the exact paint code, but it's a, it's a lovely darker pearl green. It's it's right. gorgeous. And you were saying before that someone came out with the um, swinging tire on the back. Did yours? No, no. So that was only the surfs. Mine was oh. a forerunner. Oh, yeah. okay. Yep. No forerunners came out with the swinging rear. Yeah. Lots of people cut them off the surfs. And stick them on the back of the forerunner, but yeah, right. Just buy a surf. But you could you could just put one on there, couldn't you? Like, you could, yeah, like an aftermarket bar fitted one. But these ones were actually fitted to the body. Yep. Yeah, they came off like the side of where the tail lights are on the back of it. Right. It's a bit okay. of an odd thing. Yep. Would have been hard to tie into the uh, the chassis, but interesting. Cool. Yeah, I wouldn't have like thrown off the the balance or like the weight. Oh, out. a little bit. But at the end of the day, it's a one point. Four one point six ton vehicle. Yeah, right. Like okay. they're a heavy beast made of steel. Was it diesel or was it fuel? Mine was petrol. Yeah, V six petrol three liter. V six. V six. So that that was the height at the day. Yeah, that, that was a big that's, engine. See, that's wild to me that 
pea platers in, in Australia. So in Australia, if you're listening overseas, guys, uh, we've got three levels, four levels of, of licensing. licensing. So yeah. L's, you, you know, you start off. Uh, red peas, you have to be on that for one year. One year, yeah. Green peas, two years, and then you're on your open, open licenses. Yeah. Gr- red peas, it's wild to me that you could drive and own a V6. Yes. Like, yeah. they're a V6, like Commodore or in the US... Chevrolet. Chevrolet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. I think, what did they have them over there as? I don't think it was called a Commodore. No, they weren't Commodores, but they did have like brands of uh, GM sort of yeah. subsidiary companies like uh, Grand, the Grand National, the Buick. Um, oh, that's it. The Buick. Yeah. They yeah. had a very, well, they had the same engine as they the did, Commodore but actually. Buick was fucking hateful. <laughs> yeah. Um, horrible looking. <laughs> um, or like the Ford, the Ford, um, uh, well, yeah, that wonderful Tulsa. Falcons over here. Mm. <laughs> um, we'll come back to that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, sorry. Wild to me that you could own at 17 years old, male. And yeah, go around and drive a V6. V6. Uh, I say male and that's not being, you know, facetious in any sort of way, but we're dumb. We're, yeah. we're so stupid. More tempted to do something a little, a little yeah, yeah, outside of our talent uh, range. We will be like, I reckon I could get around that corner pretty quickly. And yeah. then... And uh, sideways at that. Exactly right. <laughs> Um, I, my first car that I'll talk about later on, it's not a V6, but my first, so that the first car that I had was something I learned in and I had for a little while. Yes. Okay. But then I got a V6 Commodore. Dangerous. Uh, 99 VT Commodore. Yeah. Um, and. Never late in a 3.8. Never. (laughs) (laughs) But driving that thing, even I knew at that time, I was like, this is too powerful to own. Yeah. Um, so yeah, anyway, I digress. So, um, interior, beautiful. Brown? Uh, no, no, it was the, the pretty stock standard gray, gray with the stitching, yeah, with the stitching. Red. So I had, um, cloth seats. Yeah. Um, there was no leather. Um, it was an SR5 trim level. So Ooh. it was, it was nice. Okay. It had the, um, this one didn't have any flares on it. Right. Um, my second one, which was blue had the really nice flares on the side, the fiberglass molded flares. And that made it look meaty. Well, because I crashed the first one. <laughs> Bit of a shame. Uh, rest in it's peace, Greta. Um, beautiful car. Um, yet again, young males being young males. So and is Greta the one you're describing? Greta is the first one, the one that I've just done this episode on. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. That was, that's the green, beautiful thing that I bought for five grand. Um, I, I binned that hard. <laughs> Not far from where I live. Very close to home, actually. Um, and then I went and bought a blue 1994 Toyota 4Runner with a blown up engine oh, and right. pulled all of the good bits out of my crashed car Yeah, and put the transmission, the engine, the seats, the interior, the carpet, everything that was good into the shit car yep. and made a less shit car. A less shit car. Yeah. I didn't love the blue one as much as I loved the first one, unfortunately. Yeah, it's it's um, always the first though. Cause you can, you always go back to it and yeah, go, that's my first. I reminisce. I reminisce a yep. lot. Um, but yeah, the blue one was great. It was also an SR5 with the lovely molded flares. Um, it was the vehicle that I had the tailgate stuck down in in a rainstorm. <laughs> and then, that's so good. Oh, that's that so good. sucked. Did it have the windy windows or like electric? Every forerunner that I had, had electric windows. See, that's wild. That's wild. And electric adjustable mirrors. Wow. Everything that yep. was electrical worked on it. Fancy. Yeah. Fancy boy. Uh, especially for your first car. See, that's wild to me that your first car was this. Like that's that's yeah. I say I, I um I, I was working with my father, 
um, we'd come down and did some work, shut down work at a big factory. Um, and that was eight weeks worth of work. I managed to earn five grand yeah, somehow right. in eight weeks yep. and went and bought this. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> Wonderful car. Do you ever take it on the beach? So the first one got taken and got to, it was taken on a few trips actually. Yeah. Um, it had done Stockton Beach here in Newcastle. Um, it had also done uh, Blacksmith Beach. Shout out to Beach. Newcastle. Shout out to Newy, greatest, greatest city in the world. world. <laughs> <laughs> um, it had been taken up north too, up yep. to Foster. and done lots of exploring and driving through Foster. Um, and then it was two days after the Foster trip that I um, went and binned it. Yeah. yeah right. I didn't have it very long, unfortunately. I think I maybe had it a couple of months. Fuck. Yeah. 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 Oh. Look, I still kick myself. Yeah. Look, everything, no, not everything <laughs> happens for a reason. No. Probably shouldn't have happened, but um, that sucks. Would you, would you buy another one? If I found one as clean as my first one in a heartbeat, I'd yeah, sell right. my 80 series Land Cruiser for it. Yeah. I See? don't know how happy my partner would be with oh, me about they that. They would be fine. <laughs> <laughs> you can deal with that one. Definitely go buy another car. Yeah. I don't think that. Um, so... I guess like the premise of this is that we're talking about it. So clearly, we we both love this car. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. That... I think it's a universally loved car. Yeah, I think I... a lot of people look back on it with you know fond memories of a cousin had this, an uncle had yeah. this, I had this. Yeah, yeah. it's funny you say that because there's a current ad that Toyota's running at the moment where um, yeah, it's got the old school Hilux. It's yeah, not, it's not a forerunner, but there's an old school Hilux, still the same front end ish and all that kind of stuff. And watching that ad, uh, Google it, guys. It's a pretty good ad, actually. Toyota Australia. It's it's a, a it's a ghost who uh, drives one of the Hiluxes, and it's very funny, actually. Um, they put the seatbelt on. Yes. They have to. Yes. Obligatory because yep. otherwise it's like, oh, <laughs> what if the car crashes? Yeah. But they're already dead. Yeah. Because there's, look, look a ghost. laws are laws. Dumb. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the that ad, watching that, and I'm like, oh yeah, that shows me that. The the style and the look of that. And it's so funny that it's actually wild that Toyota did it because they've got the ad. Mm. The car itself is a red ute. And yeah. It's got all the other brand new Hiluxes next to it. It does. You don't even see them. No. Because no. you're so focused on this one car. And I think that kind of, that brings us to the point that it's such, it was such a good looking car. And it was. Such a good looking compared to the modern stuff. Absolutely. And that takes me that kind of wraps it up to the beginning there saying like the the cars themselves these days are not what they used to be. God no. We're not old. So I'm only 31. Yeah, I'm 24, 23, 24. 23. So we're not like old grumpy people going no. like it used to be back in my day, but we can appreciate we can appreciate something iconic when it's there and I think the forerunner slash Hilux Surf is an icon. It's an icon. 100% an icon. Yeah, yeah. I think everyone would agree. Yeah. So I guess the question that we do ask and we will be asking ourselves throughout the podcast is, would you tell people that you own one? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, it's yeah. It's almost a flex, isn't it? It is, it is. It's like, I had one. Yeah. Yes, they were cool. Yeah. Yes, it was mad. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a flex on it. Be like, that's, it is. that's my car. This mm. is it. Um, it will stand out in a car lot as well, which, which a parking lot I should say yeah um, but and yeah just you see them around floating around and they're just they're great I wonder if you know how I guess with Toyota they did that retro the FJ Cruiser so yeah the Cruiser, mm. and they did a retro new one of it and it was good it, like even though I just bagging on it before it's still pretty cool to look at yeah and, and that will actually probably be an icon well, I kind of hope time. it is yeah 
I kind of hope it is. I like the idea of the FJ Cruiser. I don't know if I love the execution of the XJ, of the FJ Cruiser. Yeah, um, I don't like the two tones. Mechanic, yeah. Look, th- th- I think they're throwing it back to the old days where the FJ Land Cruisers, yeah, did have the two tone, the two tone, yeah. the white roof. And it just looks dumb. Yeah, dumb. it does a little bit on the modern one. Um, but like, it, it's mechanically, it's a good car. Yeah, it's you know, it's got all the right things. But yeah. I guess the 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 modern equivalent of the Hilux Surf and and and. Forerunner is the Fortuna. The Fortuna in our market in yeah. Australia. Yeah. So the Forerunner is still made um, in America. They're, oh. they're still making them. They still sell them. They do too. We don't get them here. Fucking Toyota. Come I don't on, know guys. why. You know, we have the Fortuna. Who needs a Fortuna? And we also have the the Prado. Like it's the same vehicle on the same base <laughs> yeah, chassis. It just it doesn't it doesn't make sense. I don't mind the Fortuna. No. It it literally looks like a Hilux. Like, uh, it, it's a Hilux. It looks like hard. a Hilux at the front and then a RAV4 rear on the end. Like, the mod, the new RAV4. It's like the slopey kind of roof. Yeah, with the, like, like the little spoiler. I yeah. think I like the little spoiler. Um, I don't... The only thing I don't like about the Fortuna is the is the the glass panel that runs from <laughs> the back, back seat to yes. the back window. And it goes up over the top. It and, does. I, car manufacturers, stop... Freaking doing that. It's, it's, yeah. it's just annoying. I know what you're trying to do. You're making trying to look sleek and stuff. Don't. It just looks... It's tacky and I, I absolutely hate it. Just stop. You are not a Land Rover Discovery. Okay? Yes. That fitted well. It worked well on that Correct. with the, the high roof at the end yeah. on the Disco 2s. That was mad. Yep. Um, just, yeah. Just stop. Just Please stop. stop. But yeah, the, the Fortuna, I don't mind them. I have seen a couple of really nice like kitted out ones, like blue and, and yeah. whatnot. And they look pretty good. And that that reminds me of how much you would want a forerunner. Yeah, it's a it's a real shame that we have those and not the forerunner. Yeah, it is. I do like the for I I know now what you're talking about the forerunner in the US. It almost looks like a um a uh Bronco. It kind of does. Yeah, it does. It's got it's a Bronco Cross Rav. It's got very muscular sort of angular styling still to this day. Yeah. Um. Which is cool to see. It really is because really not many manufacturers are still doing that sort of not bulbous but broader sort of styled car. Yeah. Um, granted, it is like a smaller vehicle. Yeah. It is smaller than a Toyota Prado. Yeah. Um, it's going to have less room in the rear, but they're loved by overlanders and campers and hikers yeah. through the states. Yeah. Like, they they love them. It's the perfect base vehicle for them to kit up, put their suspension on. Put their rooftop tent on. Yep. And go away for the week. Go away for the weekend. Yeah. Yeah, right. Well, how'd you find that for a first episode? It was great. Good? That worked there. Yeah. Worked well. Pretty good. Love, love the first car. I think that... Yeah. As I said... It was a great way to start off. Yep. Great first, first cars. Loves. First loves, first cars. I think we'll do a couple of firsts. There's always a couple of firsts. Yeah. That we can do. So, um, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, make sure you like, subscribe, and share with your please, family and friends. Please. Um, the more, I guess, we've never done this before. Yeah. So please give us feedback, but only give us five-star feedback. Absolutely. Um, so minimum of five-star five star review. <laughs> all, at all times. Yeah. Uh, but look, in the, in the, uh, feel free to email us. Uh, jump on our uh, Instagram and, yeah, and DM us. Yeah, show us some love us. on the socials. If you have any suggestions for cars, make sure you please send them, them there through. as well. Yeah. I don't think we will run out for ideas of cars. Um, just before we finish, we won't be doing vehicles as in the Forerunner, 
the, the, the forerunner as in just the forerunner in general. We're going to probably do year model cars. Yeah, we'll try and stick to like generation of vehicle. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, like one generation of a certain vehicle may be really quite cool. And yeah. the, the new remake or the next generation is ass. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, like off the top of our head, it could easily be like the uh, Ford Falcon AU, which is oh. absolute ass. And oh. then we can move into the new Ford. The, like uh, the, the last of the Falcons, yeah. the FGXs, which were a wonderful thing. Less, less ass. Yeah. So, yeah. But look, guys, thank you so much. Don't forget to like, subscribe and share, as we just said. Um, and yeah, we Stay will tuned. catch you next week. Catch you later, legends. All right. Tripping up.